Yo, it's the Stupidly Small Podcast for Thursday, December 18. I'm Stu Farrell and joining me is Lauren Clark. Hello, Loz. G'day, dude. Dude, what are you a mutant ninja turtle now? I love your references. They're always so contemporary. Well, in fact, <laughs> the mutant ninja turtles are uh, quite new and oh. back. Uh, they started They're not new, but... Well, that, the new version is... New and back. <laughs> Can't have your cake and also eat it, my friend. I wish I could. Actually, where is the cake? Cake would be nice about now. A bit peckish. But funny you say... Um, would you say I'm on the cusp? No. You said that I'm cutting edge? No, it's other of those things. Well, there was one of those things you were accusing me of. Right. And um, it's funny that you should mention that because I wanted to say something to you. And make the big announcement, Lara. Yeah. All right? Yeah. And seeing as though you're our social media uh, guru here down at uh, Stupidly Small Headquarters, part of the Stupidly Big Empire uh, that we're creating, uh, hashtags. Right, right, hashtags, yeah. The hashtag is finished. It What, really? It has officially ended. Really? And it's time for something. Yeah, look, we had a bit of a hoo-ha earlier in the week. Um and, uh, you know, the real positive hashtag, I'll ride with you, uh-huh. uh, which meant someone will um, jump yeah. on a bus with you if you're feeling threatened or, you know, it's just a show of solidarity. Yep. Right? Which is good. Started yeah. good. Ground so what swell, do you reckon? You reckon roots. that's it? it? Well, it is. It is. That was it. That We've hit the high water mark. Okay? We have gone as far as the hashtag can take us. And it is no more for the hashtag. So the uh, mainstream media got onto it, of course. People who were responsible for creating um, the groundswell, which is just the general population, the the Twitter Razi and the mm-hmm. Twitterverse and all those sort of stupid terms. Yeah, uh, backlash happens. Yeah. Then I'm in the gym yesterday. Yeah. Jogging away as I do. Well, yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. I was walking. Okay. <laughs> But people either side of me were jogging on the travelator machines, whatever they're called. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> they're not travelators. I think that might be why I've got it wrong. What are they? <laughs> Walking down the... Uh... Pe- uh, pedestro- pedestros. No. Um... Travelators. Did you have shopping bags? <laughs> uh, yeah. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Some duty free. Yes. No, yeah. Well, actually, that wouldn't be a bad gym concept, wouldn't it? Like for the... Those who need for, motivation. For, or for those that are scared of exercise or like, oh, I don't like the gym, whatever, mm. you can put a pair of um, slinky sort of um, <laughs> under-exercise pants on underneath, but wear your normal garb. Yeah. Load it up with a couple of bricks, but, you know, with a, you know, Dolce & Gabbana bag and a, yeah. a Johnny Walker bag. And and maybe a, uh, a bum bag around your waist to just weigh you down there as well. <laughs> Bum bag, <laughs> because you've got to have the unique experience of I like that I ever wear a bum bag. But people at airports are laden down with luggage all over their bodies. Some people strap something to themselves, you know, their passport. Yeah, well, or that, that's why we have strip searches now. Now, they, what to what get are, people's password? Well, no, because people are putting things in their shoes, they strap themselves. That bum bags, though, people don't get on the plane with a bum bag. Yes, they do. You're wrong. All right, people that don't fly. Uh, people that fly anything but um, economy. No, hang on, the other way around. Yeah. If you're people that fly economy are wearing bum bags. That's it. Yeah. The businessman doesn't fly, wear a bum bag. A no, bum I bag. I didn't say the businessman did. I just said you never see a bum bag in real life, and then you go to an airport. Some traveller 
will have a bum bag. You're usually the sort of person who's also wearing tracksuit pants. I see. Okay, so you're talking about sort of a US tourists, perhaps? Perhaps. From the, the Midwest somewhere. They've got the uh, collared You know, Australia has, Australia has versions of those, uh, those travellers as well. I sat next to one on a, a long-haul flight once and uh, her husband was blind, legally blind, she told me, and they proceeded to watch a movie together. And she shouted all the lines of dialogue at him the whole time. So she'd say, she just said to him, I love you. Life is never this. Like, just screamed it at him because, uh, I don't know, was he what? deaf as well? But he couldn't see. So. Oh, he was blind. He was blind. I see, sorry, right. And uh, he was watching the thing. And I was like, why are you shouting at him? Like, he's got one of his senses. Let what him do you keep in the bum bag like a little anyway, hammer? So she had a bum bag. She had it everything. And she was from somewhere in Australia. There are, there are, those travellers are everywhere. I know it's an American stereotype, and rightly so, but they are everywhere. See, when I think of bum bag, I can only think of uh, dudes that deal steroids. So they, they've got the bum bag, the little shorts and a top. Yeah. And they walk around gyms or whatever. And runners with no socks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, they, and they just keep their, you know, horse tranquilizers or whatever you're supposed to do to make your muscles big. You're <laughs> not, not small. Not put yourself to sleep with horse tranquilizers. But well, you yeah. know what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah they, I, do. They, I do. But they, they remind me of gym drug dealers. Yeah. Hey, what were we talking about? You were at the gym. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And now, anyway, we're talking about the Travelator and the blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, just help uh, people that don't like exercise to exercise. Yeah. Off point. Yes. We're talking about hashtags. <laughs> yeah. And hashtags. <clears throat> important conversation. Well, it yeah. is because it, it's been a social phenomenon. A social phenomenon. phenomenon. <laughs> a social you, phenomenon. You got in early on the omenoms there. <laughs> a social phenomenon. Phenomenon. <laughs> And, it's uh, speaking underwater. Oh, tell yeah. me about it. And uh, they've gone too far. I was at the gym. This is where yes. I was going. So thank yeah. you for getting me back on track. Yeah. And um, the morning, one of the morning programs, uh, you you might be aware we had, we had a, a little incident in Sydney early in the week, and now there's grown to this massive sea of flowers where yeah. um, every Tom, Dick, and Harry want to you know buy a bunch of flowers and lay it down there. Yeah. Uh, and as part of that, they're uh, they've got notes attached, right? You know, all the best. This is the worst. Yeah. You know, take care. We're thinking of you. Whatever's yeah. on there. Yeah. And so the morning show have started their own hashtag by the look of it, and oh. they're trying to make a trend, or they're trying to use their what they believe media power. Yeah. To create maybe something to be as uplifting and as um, you know. Beautiful as I'll ride with you, mm. but theirs was um, let's save the notes, right? So it's hashtag save the oh. notes or let's save the notes, which is basically their campaign to when all those flowers die that we keep the notes that are, are attached to the bunches of flowers, oh. um, and we can have this you know oh. beautiful thing oh, it, it forever, sort of. Uh, <gasps> And so that and and I just looked at this and I'm going no more hashtags. No, but you're wrong because that has happened. The corporate creep into hashtagery has happened since the since the mainstream media discovered Twitter. Oh yeah, they've been desperate. But all they can't the time. crack it. They can't get it right. They can can't they? get it right. So therefore, it's not dead because the people who actually know how to use hashtags will just keep hashtagging in the way they want to do it. I think and we need something new. Is no more hashtags. 
No, you can't just say no more hashtags and then it's... Hashtag no more hashtags. We go (laughs) something new. uh, Either I I say we go the exclamation mark or question mark. What? Something new? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as as like a a thing that everyone does. So um, rather than just making a statement, hashtag makes it... It's like uh, everyone just asks a question. Turn turn stuff into a question or a demand... What do you mean? Give me an example. Mark. What on earth are you talking about? Well, rather than basically, uh, what you're saying is people should use sentences. <laughs> Here's a new idea I've had. <laughs> rather than let's keep the hashtag. Let's keep the notes. Yeah. Right. We go. Uh, the new one would be you know you put a question mark at the front. Oh, at the front. Okay. Yeah. And but and then and it's either end. So it's bookended by oh, a question yeah. mark, and you go. Should we keep the notes? Oh. Well, what do you reckon about keeping the notes? <laughs> question mark. That is. The lamest thing I think you've ever said. <laughs> All right. Well, this is the, <laughs> the exclamation mark. Yeah. So we go start with exclamation mark. Yeah. We're keeping the notes. Exclamation mark. <laughs> so like it's a demand, not a, like a passive thing. It's like we are doing this. We are doing it together. The worst idea you've ever How had. How so? It is the worst idea you've ever had. Why? I've had some bad ones. You've had some. <laughs> Why are you saying that's the worst? Because you're just basically saying, <laughs> I don't even know how to explain how that's bad. <laughs> it's just terrible. If I had suggested to you that instead of let's keep the notes, we could have what do you reckon about <laughs> You would have rightly but told me that I'm a dork but and I should go back away. to the library. It's taking it away from the mainstream. And, like, people go, well, why are these people asking questions? What's this about? So bafflement is what you're after. <laughs> oh, I like it. Well, look, oh, well, that took me a long time to come up with. Did it actually. really? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes the ones that take you a little bit of time to come up with or not much time to come up with are the ones that work, aren't they? Well, yes, but I, I think you'd be surprised. Anyway, look, yeah. have a think about it. Hashtags gone. So what, exclamation mark? Or question mark. And then I, I don't like the question mark. I think it's got to be the exclamation, right, exclamation mark. mark. It's, a and demand. It's, gotta be, it's a call to arms. It's a call to arms. Mm. And it's kind of like, um, yeah, like y- y- almost a statement and celebration. Yeah. Or statement and fury or statement and yeah. like is there. You're yeah. getting it, see. Okay, now okay. you're starting to like it. I don't like it. Retract what you said earlier. I'm attempting to market it for you. I'm oh. your PR department. So, we've got, but we won't call it exclamation mark. We'll call it a statement point. A statement point. Yeah. Oh man, you just no. So, uh, yeah, head head to stupidly big uh, Twitter and make a statement point. Oh, Ooh, please I like don't. It. Anyway, look, coming up, we've got our, we've got Heater back in the house. He's going to be talking about another classic movie. We hope. Awesome. Hashtag. Oh no. Hashtag. What, what's his statement called? Hashtag VHS Heat. Coming up now. <laughs> Stupid. All right, now, Lauren, it's time once again mm-hmm. for a bit of VHS. Yes, that's right. Heat. VHS so Heat. So uh, let's hear from the movie we're going to hear about today. 1994. After the oil wars. After the destruction of the cities. Battle drug. Good morning. My name is Colonel Stryker. Hey, wait a minute. You can't come in. Who's in charge here? Only one man dared oppose him. Hunter. How do I find this hunter? Up in the mountains somewhere. You'll never catch him. 
watch me. He'll beat you because he's better. Over my dead body. Your time is over, old man. Not yet, kid. Battle Truck. A science fiction adventure of the near future. Well, I think we got all we could from that trailer. Once again, <laughs> we welcome back our VHX no, wow. S expert. Wow. Let's try saying VHS expert. VHS expert. Heater. Heater. Welcome Kirk. back, G'day, mate. VHS expert. How are you, Heater? I'm good, guys. How are you? Good. good what man. was that? Yeah. What, what that? did we hear? Oh, what did we hear? Mm. We heard after the oil wars came a greater threat battle truck. Well, now, how does a truck create more of a problem than an oil war? Because <laughs> now, it's a bit of a story, actually. But before we get to the movie itself, sure, sure. this is going to be a bit tech. Right. But I wouldn't mind just asking you about the cover, because you said just before we went on air this morning that uh, it's a clamshell. Correct. So VHS has got released in what we call clamshells, which is the cover, the plastic cover. Right. Now, for a lot of VHS collectors, if you can get the original clamshell, yeah. Untrimmed artwork, no stickers from the video shop. That's where the money lies in terms of, um, you know, worth of a VHS. Are there, in fact, money changing hands for old videotapes? Oh, yeah, yeah. I actually saw there was a um, an offshoot of Roadshow Home Video, which is what Battle Truck's on and mm. what we talked about last time, Mad Max, mm-hmm. released through Roadshow. Roadshow had, a, had an, um, an off-cut of uh, titles called Palace Explosive, now, Palace Explosive were all these like Z-grade horror films from like Z-grade. 70s, 80s. And I sold one of them. It was one called Carnival of Carnival of Blood. And awesome. I sold it on eBay. Even it was, the title was Z-grade. It was yeah. unbel- like the film was pretty crappy apart from having Bert Young in it, which was uh, Rocky's trainer. Oh, you know, the old guy. Mickey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, yeah mm-hmm. the brother, um, Talia Shire's brother in it. The old Irish guy. No, not the Irish uh, guy. Right. That's that's the Batman dude. Oh, yeah. yeah sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, know, I know who you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. They've got the bald-headed guy. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. guy. That guy. Yeah. So, anyway, I put this thing up because I was just starting to get rid of movies because I was just I just had so many, as, as you've seen. Yeah. Mm. So, I thought, oh, I'll put that on eBay because there was only 27 of these titles made. I'll see what it gets. It sold for about $350. All right, what? so after uh, this this morning, we're heading down the option. <laughs> yeah, we're buying up big. Seriously? We're going clam shopping. But this thing was mint. You know, oh, it was released wow. in like 83, 84 mm. for, um, you know, general hiring, but the film was old, but it was like it was untouched. Oh. I was like, okay. It was untouched because it was so crappy. <laughs> yeah, completely. Well, but what is the film like? What, the- This one. This Battle one, Battle, Battle Truck. Truck. Well, as we talked about last time, we talked about Mad Max and, mm-hmm. uh, and about the whole post-apocalyptic theme. So I thought I'd run one more time with that. Excellent. Now, this is a New Zealand film. Oh, great. Okay. Awesome. You know, so it's kind of similar. Is it heavy accented? It, it's very. Oh, my God. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah. But it's also a co- uh, I think it was Canadian production as well. Oh, really? So you've got some, um, <laughs> you've got some American actors accents, in there. Yeah. And the lead actor in it is Michael Beck, who you may remember from Xanadu. No. And the Warriors. Yes. Yeah, the lead in the Warrior. Mm-hmm. He was brought out to be in this film. Mixed with guys like, um, um, you know, legendary Australian New Zealand actors like Marshall Napier and oh, so wow. forth. Okay. So those guys are all in this. Yeah. So generally when a production comes out, they have to use a certain amount of Locals. local crew and cast. <clears throat> Excuse me. So this is one of those films as a co-production. And when Mad Max originally got released... Um, it was banned in New Zealand. 
but within three years, New Zealand had made Battle Truck. Okay. So they obviously got over that pretty quick. So, <laughs> so <laughs> was Battle Truck meant to be an answer to Mad Max, or was it or a, a copy? It's a more of a, it's a... more of a Mad Max two sort of rip off. It's again, it's okay. the wastelands. There's nothing left. Society's fallen down. And um, there's these small little communities trying to rebuild, like in Mad Max 2, you know, they're protecting the oil and all that. Mm. These guys are just living on the land and just, you know, trying to rebuild society, breed, all that sort of stuff, grow crops. And then all of a sudden, one day, this truck just <laughs> rolls into their compound <laughs> and just takes over and just brings in this whole martial law. The truck does? Yeah. Well, it's equipped with, like, army dudes, and they're just ready to take over and take... Um, you know, the petrol that's there and so forth and the water. and So it's like a utopia type of arrangement. Yeah. And then yeah. – but where did the bad guys come from? Because if they were they the came survivors – They came out of the wastelands, G. This is never explained – bad the, news, aren't they? It's never explained in any of these films awesome. why they still have <laughs> petrol, why they still have bullets and where the hell did they come from, which is why I love it. You know, watching these films as a kid, you have all these questions. You go, it doesn't matter because that truck is so cool. It is <laughs> a very boys-y boys kind of uh, is. fantasy, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah Hang on, which side so. of the fantasy are you want? Do you want to be in the truck or the one making babies and growing vegetables? No, but, no I want to be the hero. Now, now uh-huh. the truck comes in, right. takes over – the community yeah and there's <laughs> it only, sounds ridiculous and, oh, completely <laughs> and as you heard in the trailer there's only one man that can go up against these guys just like max yeah and his name's hunter and he lives up in the hills he's a recluse just like max awesome he's a recluse Are the hills part of the wasteland oh it's it's actually very pretty up there also, how come they didn't well, start the new society up in the hills? <laughs> I know. Again, more questions that don't exactly. need to be answered. That's exactly. Quite, yes. You know, just remember, this is, these are just rip-off films. So does Hunter come so down from the hills? Well, they have to go and get him. They, the truck heads up there and they destroy Hunter's house. So now he has to fight. Uh, right. But so there's yeah. the revenge. His yeah, family the, or just his house because he's alone. Just his house because right. he's alone. Okay. So he takes on the truck. <laughs> Sorry, just peek the lips. How good is it? How good? How much do you want to see that film? <laughs> so it was also we- also released as Warlords of the Twenty First Century. So oh, if anyone wow. does want to try to source this film out <laughs> and they can't find Battle Truck, Warlords of the Twenty First Century. Now, wow. Ada, how does one? Uh, I don't want to give away the plot, but mm. how does one? Uh, <laughs> I think we just did, didn't we? That was it. <laughs> <laughs> well, not really, because it's the punch. Oh, yeah, yeah. How does one take on a truck with a bike? With a motorbike, a really cool motorbike. (laughs) And you also take a V-dub. What? You take a V-dub and you soup it up into a battle car. Of course, because the hippies are all in the uh, utopian sort of land there. And what car are they going to have? A VW. Yeah, that's right. That is cliche central. It's unbelievable. So they soup this thing up to Mm. be a battle car to fight the battle truck. So in its, in its <laughs> own, I'm actually sort of speechless. But it's kind of sci-fi in a way. In, it in is. its it own is. sci-fi. Yeah. In its own kind of you know um, universe, yep. is it believable? Do you? I mean, it's not believable because you ask all those questions, but you, you're obviously willing to just go with it. You do. So on one level, on yep. the kind of there's a guy doing a thing level. Yeah. 
you, you buy it. Exactly. I think once you start bringing in reality and go, oh, that's not real, that's fake, you've yeah. lost it, turn it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not in the mindset. Yeah. You don't understand this sort of type of film. You've just, it's complete escapism. <laughs> right. Pure okay. voyeurism. You know what I mean? Just let it go. Now, you said, you said when you spoke to us about Mad Max that it was a beautiful kind of, you know, technical thing. The editing yep. was amazing, blah, yep. blah, blah. Is this pull it off as well? Yeah, it does. Right. Yeah, it does. It's, it's actually really beautifully shot. Um, the performances are, you know, in terms of what this style of film is, are really good. Yeah, right. Like production values, it's a great, it's a great looking film. Yeah, there's some amazing aerial shots as uh, Hunter on his bike going across, <laughs> you know, like these sort of wasteland areas, and there's just massive, massive aerial shots. You know, pre all sort of Lord of the Rings using mm. New Zealand. New Zealand is a great location. There's yeah. some incredible really? aerial shots in this stuff. They would have well cost money, seen. wouldn't they? Absolutely. Well, there's, there's obviously a bit of money in this film. Yeah, I see. Really? Yeah, a lot okay. more so than, than Mad Max that we talked about. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, the, hill, the film is called Battle Truck or, if you're searching for it, Warlords of the 21st Century. Now, just before we wrap this, I was thinking, could we call this segment? Oh, my God. We're having a segment name change at the end of <laughs> yeah. the second. Uh, within the Clamshell. Within the Clamshell. I like it. Yeah, I and, like then, it. and that's really appealing to the VHS yep. geeks out there. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, just one more thing yes. before we wrap it up on this. I was watching this not long ago, a couple of years ago, and I went through the credits, and I was watching all the, all the crew and blah, 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 and it had boom swinger, Lee Tamahori. Now, oh. for those that may know, Lee Tamahori was the director of Once for Warriors. And well, there the you go. Boom guy. Boom guy, 1982 on Battle Truck. You can take that one with you to work today and look like the smartest person in the office. Heater, and a fantastic edition of Within the Clamshell. And uh, <laughs> we'll no doubt be speaking to you in a, I don't know, a couple of weeks or something. Thanks so much. No worries. Thanks, Thanks, you. Steve. Thanks, Lauren. Cheers. Stupid. Now, there's a statement point. We changed the title of Heater's segment during it. So within the clamshell, Hayden will be back in a couple of weeks. Thanks for dropping in this morning. Statement point, Lauren. No, you can't. Statement point. Okay, sure. Yeah. Hey, here's a statement point for you. Yeah. If you do not sponsor this podcast, <laughs> we can't eat. <laughs> Exclamation mark. Uh, no, it is nice to uh, – it is, it is great to have the support of businesses that have been supporting us for the podcast and it's uh, uh, we get emails and questions from people all the time saying how can we support you you know can we do this can we do that one of the best things you can do is support the sponsors who support us oh good call and this week's sponsor is the series organic market and grocery okay they're open seven days a week they specialize in organic and local fresh produce bulk foods and non-toxic we've discussed this non-toxic cleaning products mm. which apparently are better for the environment mm-hmm. uh, there's also live music there's chickens there's a cafe uh, on the premises yeah but the market and groceries who are sponsoring us and they've got all the fresh and all the best yeah and uh, lovely breads on a Wednesday I think it is too it is on a Wednesday. you know what I like what those uh, curly pastry numbers that are uh, in the cafe part the borax the borax yeah Ugh. Come on, let's bore it up. <laughs> they are pretty good, but you've got to get in early to get them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you can find them online at series.org.au. That's C-E-R-E-S. Or if you want to actually pop in, because mm. you can shop online, by the way. Yeah. But if you want to pop in, they're on the corner of Roberts and Stewart Streets, East Brunswick. They are this week's sponsor. And because they are, they've also offered 10% discount to stupidly small listeners. So just pop in, buy your groceries and say, hey, organic people, 
I'm a, also a podcast listener. Stupidly small is the name of it. Where's my discount? And they'll go, ding, hit the little button that says stupidly small. You'll get a 10% discount. Thanks to Series. They're going to be with us all week, which is only one more morning after today. So uh, big kiss to you. Oh, that was pretty cute. Hey, have we got a big bins roster too for Stupidly Bins? We do. It's Stupidly Bins' biggest day today. Um, And so I'm just going to list them. Uh, But I have had people accusing me of uh, Northside bias by not uh, reading out yesterday on Wednesday uh, a couple of bin night. Really? Uh, You were actually igniting a war. mm. Mm. Now, the point is I don't read out – I don't just read out the names of suburbs. I only do them upon request. So if if you'd like to be reminded of bin night or indeed anything at all, you just (laughs) let us know and we'll chuck it in the stupidly bin section, which is as follows today. Toronto. In Canada, it is your bin night. Well, that's northern Canada, so well done. Please. Actually, I think they're probably southern Canada, aren't they, Toronto? <laughs> Don't ask me about geography. I think they are. Uh, and uh, so Toronto, bin night, Wednesday, which, which is Thursday. But anyway, whatever. You get it. You get it. Uh, parts of Reservoir. Voir. Um Brunswick, Brunswick West, Greensboro's bin night, Heathmont, North Fitzroy and Carlton today. My God. Well, hey, it's taken off. We have also had a few people getting in touch with us about um, the fact that we're thinking of doing some micro shows. Oh, like, yeah, the, the Christmas special, well, the, the holiday specials. Holiday specials. Yeah, yeah. And so we've had a few suggestions of topics we can talk about. Mm-hmm. Keep sending them in. They're hilarious and excellent and thought-provoking. Yes, very much and so. And so any uh, of those that you have, you can either do it on the voicemail or uh, let us know via email, Facebook, Twitter, etc. All Stupidly the details, small. yeah, stupidlysmall.com, right? Yeah. And Correct. don't forget, Facebook's always good. That is true. Forward slash stupidly big. Uh, so, Stu, I can't help but notice we haven't done a tidbit. Uh-oh. Did you bring one in? No. All right, nor did I. So. So, uh, what can we do here? Can we do something helpful? I'll, I can I can make a recommendation. Oh, yes. They might set the cat amongst the pigeons. Oh, no. Your, your cat summer. lives amongst the pigeons. <laughs> I think my cat is a pigeon. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. the, the ABC cricket coverage here in Australia uh-huh. has been the sound <sighs> Sorry, of my when? summer. Oh, Every yes. Every year I like, it's on. Just yep. love it in the background. Yep. Away you go. Even I, who don't like, uh, don't like doesn't pay any attention to cricket, kind of likes that sound. Yeah. Yeah. Well, much like the hashtag, I think it's it could be over for the ABC cricket coverage. Uh, the team, that? the team, I can't get into this year. The and team, I've, the the commentary team. Oh, right. Um, the so commentary much, team is important. So much to the point now that uh, I'm getting more of a kick out of the television coverage, which once upon a time I couldn't even stomach. Right. So my tidbit to you, ladies and gentlemen, is uh-huh. tell me what you think. Is the ABC faulted or is the television as bad as it was or am i just completely wrong are you becoming an old man too well if you're becoming an old man you'd be listening to the abc rusted on right am i becoming a young person it could be that electric <laughs> body stuff working for me thanks Jan Z. i am becoming the young person i want to can you do something where see that's the problem because you can't you can't put the radio on and the tv on with sound down if you don't like the radio coverage that's right you just that's, watch the tv Oh, that's, that's yeah, horrific. that's not cool. I know. So, dear listeners, if you are cricket listeners, have a listen and let me know if I'm actually wrong. But I just think the ABC coverage this year so far has been a little bit disappointing. I can't believe you managed to engage me in a conversation about that. 
by Lauren Clark. You've got another 24 hours to dig about. So we are back once again for this Chiply Small Podcast. Thanks so much for you, you being here this morning. Thanks so much for you being here. And thanks so much to Tahita for being here too. That was excellent. Mm-hmm. See you tomorrow, Loz. Uh, bye-bye. Thank you.